everyone and welcome to the Information Entropy Podcast, where we try and take some science, squish it into an hour-long show, and hopefully make it less confusing than it was at the beginning. Science in theory, comedy in practice. This week we are back on track and are going to be tackling the question of, are fish real? If you want to know what the fuck I'm on about, then be sure to stick around and head to our social medias where you can follow us on Twitter at InfoEntropyPod, Instagram, InformationEntropyPod, TikTok at InfoEntropyPod, and of course, whichever directory you're finding us on now, as well as many, many others. I'm Tom Jenks, joined as per usual by Mitchell Gatting. How are you, mate? Hello there. Hello there, good sir. I thought, you know, I initially led with, you know, I'll just try something new. Uh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, no, 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 I think I'll, I think I'll sag that off. No, you, I've, I've been watching The Crown again. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. You, uh-huh. you, you nearly set me off to go full posh mode. <laughs> um, I, I was I was with you and I was ready. You were ready, were you? Yeah. No, we're not, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. How are you? How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. Bit, uh, bit tired. I'm uh, doing the sciencey thing of trying to write a paper. You know, as you should do at some point, but it's just exhausting. As everybody should at some point. Yeah. Everybody should in their entire lives write a paper. Um, Mm -hmm. But you know, when you go down like rabbit holes, like we often do on this show, if you're a long time listener, you understand how our brains function at this point. Um, I keep doing that. And I was reading a paper yesterday that was like, bearing in mind, I'm working with marine mammals, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The paper I was reading started going into free will and what that actually means and where does that derive from in the human brain. And I was yeah. like, wait, how have I got here? <laughs> um, so good, interesting, but tiring. How did I get here? How did how? she get there? Uh, can't do, we, can't do, we can't do that anymore. We can't reference that show. <laughs> Main producer... <laughs> going to jail so no more rick and morty <laughs> references ever again oh yeah of course bloody hell Mr. Uh, for, for half a second i was wondering what the hell you're on about um, oh uh, for those yes. who don't know justin morning was uh it's gonna 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 jail such gonna. a shame as well because high on life just came out can't buy that anymore yeah i couldn't play that game anyway the the movement was trash and it made me oh, feel really? ill yeah it did just like um it felt like inertia, but oh. not didn't really do like acceleration properly. So it felt like you were on like rails, like a roller coaster for a little bit. Mm, it, was, it, was a, okay. it was a strange. It was a strange thing. I think it maybe because I was playing on like uh, keyboard and mouse. So okay, it like there was a bit. It's like jokes quite funny, but it's very like Rick and Morty humor. Yeah, if you're into um, it, then it'll if, be if a good into thing. It, yeah, yeah. Fair. How about you, mate? How's uh, your week shaken up? Uh, you know, it's been good. It's been been good so far. It's been I've just been chilling, surviving, not not getting ill. Uh, <laughs> not, not no one's, surprise trip no, to the hospital. Just, yeah, no hospital visits. No one I know is in the hospital. Actually, no, that's that's not true. Um, oh yeah. So no, no, doing all right, doing all right. I've fallen down the pit of playing a skip from Tarkov again. I'd love to have sympathy for you, but this is, it must be the sixth or seventh time. Oh yeah, I've got like 1,200 hours in the game. <laughs> that's fair. You know, like, I'd, like, I'd like to throw judgment, but I really can't. <laughs> that's what does it for you. That's what does it for you. I have yeah, games where yeah. it's been like, the same. I don't, I don't play it straight for, um, for like years at a time. I'll just go through no. like a few months dipping my toe in and then getting increasingly frustrated but you know this time it's been actually really good and i was gonna oh, say good. like i think it's got more popular of recent year um it has because when i started playing it was about six years ago and i think the only people that played it were people that really wanted to play it and got really good and would play really you know hard yeah. and well so it was an incredibly difficult to, to game to play a because oh, I see. the developers when they developed the the AI, they called Scavs. They just like turned them up to twenty on the difficulty. So you'd be walking along, and they were just like, "Bang!" Shoot you in the head, and they'd, they'd be it. You'd be gone. Um, but I think as it's become more popular, it's diluted the pool of people playing more. 
So you're not. I see. Always so you're not always against people. pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like you're not playing against like shrouds 100 percent of the time. Shroud is a very successful ex professional CS:GO player. Yeah, think Valorant, Valorant pro player. Uh, is he no. retired from that now as well? No, I don't. Because he hasn't been there for long. Ever... No, he did definitely he... did. Yeah, a few months oh, ago. He yeah, no, he, he joined team. on oh, with uh, tens. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who who tens plays for. No, I've been out of the scene a bit too long. I mean, we, we, we were in that scene last year. <laughs> I know it's been it's been too long. Do you know what Smite's been rearing its head back up at me? Oh, Smite uh, Smite crossover with Magic the Gathering. Oh, yeah, ten year Oof. anniversary as well. Oof, they map. kept that one quiet. They did. I think so. Maybe, maybe yeah. we'll see. Anyway. No one's here to listen to our gaming thoughts. Um, Why? Well, some of you might be. <laughs> but uh, right here, right now, that's, uh, that's not what's happening. I've mm. got some news, which I find quite exciting. Um, have you heard of the Green Comet? No. See, I thought way more people would have heard about this than actually have. But maybe I'm just on a bit of a an island when it when it comes to... <laughs> getting this news earlier before other people. But yeah. basically, for the first time in 50,000 years, an asteroid, no, sorry, a comet, obviously, which they've called the Green Comet, or C slash 2022 EW, and then in brackets, ZTF, um, is going to make a close pass by of Earth for the first time in 50,000 years. And they're unsure if it will ever return. Mm-hmm. So it made its closest approach to the sun on January 15th. And then on February 1st, it'll make its closest pass by of the Earth. Currently, if you're looking at it right like now, as in the 20th of January, when this podcast goes live, you'll probably only be able to see it with telescopes or binoculars. But as it gets closer, it'll be much more visible. And hopefully also with the naked eye. Mm-hmm. Um it's believed to have come from the Oort cloud originally, and obviously the last time that it passed by Earth, uh, it was, what, we were in the Stone Age? Something like, crazy like that? Mm-hmm. So, couple of tips on how to spot it if you are so inclined. February 1st will be the best night for it. Try it, but at the same time, the moon's going to be out, so try and have a gander before the moon's up. Um, and you kind of want to be looking towards the Ursa Minor, Ursa Major, or constellation of Camolepidalis. Never heard of that in my entire life, but that's mm-hmm. where it's going to be. And uh, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, then uh, sucks to suck. <laughs> no, it's wrong place. Uh, but after February 1st, as the astro- as the comet moves away, you'll, uh, you'll be able to see it as mm-hmm. it just, you know, hopefully... Um, but if all of that sounds a bit too much, I think some of the stargazing apps are going to update to show you where it is in real time. Oh, okay. um, so if you don't want to just look where constellations are, because that, that can be hard, especially if you have a, a bit of light pollution around, yeah. then uh, try cycling through some of the stargazing maps and that should help. That's fine. Boom. News. Quickly done. Look, <laughs> under 10 minutes, we have the news and the intro out of the way. Look at us go. Oh, yeah, but now we've got some facts. Oh, uh, you have some facts. I, <laughs> I in my do, normal I state of just being useless, have forgotten to bring facts. Yeah, facts exist. I was looking at facts from all over the all over the show. I was scouring facts. Uh, and I found <laughs> like a child's website. Classic. Uh, Explain like I'm five. Yeah, but some of the facts are so funny. Like, fish breathe through their gills. I'm like, oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. How does that work, Tom? You probably know this. How does that work? Because they obviously they uh, don't just use water to put like oxy their oxyhemoglobin in their bloods and all that sort of jazz. They're not like, putting like. Yeah, no, that's how they do it. H two O. Yeah. Um. So, if you think about the human lung for a second. Yeah, we pull air into our lung sac. Yeah, uh, I could have just called that lungs. I didn't have to make that weird. <laughs> I made that weird. 
<laughs> I am yes, human. Yes, our lung sacs. <laughs> yes. That's, I do the normal human thing of breathing in my yeah. lung sac. <laughs> I am also a human robot. I mean... Um, <laughs> right. So we breathe in to our lungs, right, which inflate. Yeah. And then the oxygen, the blood in our lungs has little oxygen in it. So it absorbs oxygen from the air in our lungs, right? And then we exhale uh, the carbon dioxide out and then rinse and repeat. Yeah. So obviously what um, fish don't have lungs, no. apart from the lung fish. I mean, yep. we'll just put them to the, to the side. Yeah. Um, basically... Fish draws water in through its mouth and passes it over the gills. The blood in the gills has very little oxygen in it, so oxygen from the water transfers into or diffuses into the the bloodstream. Osmosis into the bloodstream. You say water osmosis in the bloodstream. Do you mean oxygen? Yeah. I said oxygen, didn't didn't I? I said no, water passes over the gills. Yeah. And then yeah. oxygen moves from the water. Into the oh, bloodstream yeah. in the gills. Uh, I, I heard the, wa- the water to the bloodstream, and I was like, "What?" Oh, I see. Sorry. Because before, because you said it's that, a yeah, constant yeah. flow of new water. Yeah. The concentration gradient is kept high at all times. Yeah. Uh, so that means there's a constant diffusion process, whereas with us, that diffusion only happens when you're breathing in, and then doesn't happen when you're breathing out. Whereas for fish, it's a constant process. Okay. I think, do you know what? There's a little bit of blow my mind with a little factoid in there. So, they don't suck in the water via the gills. It goes in the mouth and out the gills. Yeah, it goes in the mouth, oh, I didn't through like the that. front, and then out, it exits the gills through the gill slits. I didn't know that. Didn't know yeah. that. And then, no, and they're really putting this is going to be quite, this is quite interesting to me, um, okay. but probably yeah. not interesting to many other people. People, people are here for the science. If it's a sciencey thing, go for it. There are two types of ventilation in bony fish. We'll okay. get on to what bony fish are later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one thing called passive ventilation, and this is what a lot of sharks do. So it doesn't look like sharks breathe. What they do is they swim, and that forces air through the mouth and over the gills, right? Because they're just constantly moving forward, so the water's being pushed back. It has to go somewhere. So it goes out of the gill slits, and that keeps the fresh water over the gills. Okay. If sharks stop moving, they, they die. die. This is why sharks oh, that also... Is true. They, um, yeah. I thought that, that may have true. been like one of those things that people say, but didn't really... No, they do suffer a lack of oxygen because oh. the concentration gradient isn't like fresh for the oxygen to pass into the bloodstream. Okay. The second kind of ventilation patterns you have is something called buckle ventilation um and i'm stretching my memory back all the way here to university marine biology so undergrad marine biology so if this is wrong apologies fish people um basically it's where you can open the mouth cavity to actively suck in water so some fish can actively breathe, let's say, and it means they don't have to swim around. They can just stay still and suck in water and pass it over their gills. And they'll also use this to hunt. So if you ever see a fish, like, just suck in another fish. Yeah. Right? That is buckle ventilation, whereas a shark has to physically go up and bite the fish to get it okay. inside. Um, so, yeah, it's a really interesting mix of how ventilation methods also facilitate hunting methods. All right. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Deep dive on that fact. Yeah, that's how I also breathe. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, yeah. I don't actually, like, breathe in through my lungs. I just take it to my mouth and then just, like, throw it into my lungs. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. That's what it feels like being asthmatic sometimes. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we getting back into runs recently. Oh, uh, tragic. And every time we come back, I sound like, do you know, the, <laughs> the, the, what is the character, the penguin from Toy Story 2, where Squeaky, he's on top of the shelf? Wheezy. Yeah, Wheezy. It's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's me. Uh, and it always happens when it's like super cold as well, and it's super cold at the moment. So I come that's back. That's the and thing I, though, I, especially when you're not like used to, 
having cold air in your lungs. It really does make a massive effect. Yeah. Have a massive effect. English. Was it wasn't just me this time. Grace said a bit of the old wheeze as well. She's like, what have you done to me? <laughs> like, Infected you with the wheeze. <laughs> so you, you're the wheeze, not me. <laughs> yeah. That's what they call it. It's going to be called Wheeze 23. Yeah. 23. Plymouthian. Uh, yeah, it's all that smog, mate. Outbreak. You're suffering down there. If anything, the, uh, the air's cleaner here. Oh, is it? Oh, I guess you're a coastal city. Yeah, you can well, pet a Bristol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the air is much cleaner here. Well, fair, um, fair, fair. Yeah. And right. um, we're not, like, right in the centre. We're by Big Old Park. Uh, that we run, big that Old we run Park. Around. Big Old Park. Uh, it's nice around. and quiet. Uh, yeah, it is, actually. How are you dealing with the quiet going from a city centre to... Not that. Do you know what's interesting? With the visual snow syndrome, uh, tinnitus is worse, and the visual what, aspect official snow syndrome. Yeah, VSS. Visual. visual oh, sorry, I heard official. Right. No, visual. Yeah, visual. No, I'm with you. Um, yep. the tinnitus is worse, and so is the static because it's darker. I found. Oh. When we when what, we were in, in Bristol, there was all like like ambient light and stuff. Yeah. Um. So when it got dark it wasn't really dark so it didn't really affect it but oh, now we're in a place that is actually if we turn the lights off like walking around the house it is actually dark um and i've noticed that the visuals thing the visual aspect of it which is like a multi-colored static if you will like mm. low level um yeah it's much worse <laughs> much much oh. worse uh so that's that's been my current thing fair yeah well, um, well, look after yourself. Go get that checked if you need to, mate. Uh, there's Otherwise, nothing, they, good there's luck nothing they can do. There's literally nothing because you know what? Back 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 in the day, oh, well, I was in the hospital. Of, you know, I was hospital a lot because because of the eyes. Because they would, because yeah. I said I was seeing lots of floaters, which was that was supposed to be like symptom one of visual snow syndrome. Um, and they did like loads of tests, lumbar punctures checked for meningitis, that kind of thing. Nothing they found, nothing they could do. And they were just like, oh, you've just got like optical swelling. So here, have some steroids for your eyes. Oh, great. That did, <laughs> that oh. did nothing uh, and was not the right thing. So, yeah, that's one of those things. Even if I went, I don't, I don't know what they would do. Yeah, that's fair. So it's, it's I, I new, think it's one of those things thing. that doesn't really have a uh, cure for, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. like if it's a if it's a full full neuro thing, there's nothing really they can do anyway. Like with it's pretty tinnitus, sad. they can't do anything yeah. about the tinnitus. You can't fix Madness. tinnitus. Going yeah. back to fish uh, facts. Yeah, coming back, I was about to tangent so hard then, and uh, yeah, bring us back. Um, bring us back. Most fish, and I, and and all these like clauses of facts say most or like most of something because there's so many different fish. So you can't just be yes. like, all fish don't have eyelids, because some, some fish do have eyelids, but most fish don't have eyelids. <laughs> as, as we found in biology, there's always a rule. Yeah, because the only fish that can blink is a shark. Okay. You didn't know? I, I didn't, to be honest. I, know that, I knew they could roll, at least great whites would roll their eyes back as they go in for like the bite. Yeah, to protect it from pointing things. Yeah, um, I didn't know they just generally blinked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder why that is. I, you know, some say we'll never know. It's just one of those mysteries we will never ever know. Well, we said that about the eels, but then we found it. Found out that was a great day for science, if not the <laughs> best day. <laughs> the best. I found that meme the other day saved in my imager folder, and I was like, yes, I remember sending that out. <laughs> Everybody, everybody. Uh, just you, actually. I think you're. I think you're one of the, the few people who has the fascination with seals, uh, eels. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good stuff. Any any other facts going on there? Yeah. Yeah. There's one. One, one more, which is a bit more, a bit more sciencey. That fish are smart and can learn. Yeah. Some fish, again, most some will avoid situations they know cause them pain. And we'll seek out experience with, with rewards. Some fish can yeah. even learn how to use tools. Yep. There's, there's um, what was it? The Blue Planet 2? 
you see a fish use use tools in that. It's quite interesting. They did an experiment in Edinburgh twenty thirteen, or maybe it was two thousand and three, where they um got some bees. Now, this, ethics is is a weird thing. You can get some weird things through. Um, so they got some bees and they stung the mouth of trout. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, to see if they could feel pain. And they observed what the fish did afterwards, which is like rubbing their lips against the bottom of the tank, you know, like a mammal would do if they get stung by a bee. You know, they, they rub the area um, and avoid going to the place where they got stung and that kind of thing. So there is some evidence to suggest that trout and everything like that experience pain. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, other people are refuting that because it probably serves the fish industry to refute that. Yeah, uh, there's lobbyists. We're on to <laughs> yeah. <you. laughs> um, I mean, and I guess why wouldn't they, right? Like, it doesn't make sense that they wouldn't feel pain. It seems like, yeah, it seems like the normal weird, thing to evolve. A strange thing to be like, oh, you know, have all the animals... All the fish don't experience pain. Like, yeah, it's a bit odd. But the example they had for fishes being smart and using tools is using a rock to crack open bivalves, such as clams, oysters, and mussels for food, and then chowing yeah. down. And then them, them, them. Really uh, cool, archer, isn't it? archer fish, especially archer fish, are uh, have incredible intelligence not sure i think this is incredible on a fish scale not a general universal scale which i well i also also mean what is intelligence is it a general yeah yeah it is are you are you a little bit good at everything or are you very like specialized like like incredibly intelligent is like being able to do very very difficult logic problems and knowing how quantum mechanics works not knowing how to shoot water out your mouth Like relative. Well, archerfish are highly specialized. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't say specialized. I said highly. It said it's incredibly intelligent. But I'm well, saying they're not. <laughs> they're incredibly intelligent on a fish scale. To be fair, you don't know what equations they're doing to account for the refraction <laughs> that's true, of light. That's true. That's true. They're just they're like right Coriolis effects. It's the distance, <laughs> the Earth spinning. There's a, there's a wind coming across the three knots. I need to like yeah. Pythagoras' theorem. If I'm that if that if that <laughs> if that bug is ten meters away from me and five meters up, I know the distance is going to be like seven ish. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, know and then about. they're accounting for the reflect the refraction. Of oh light. yeah, they know the refraction index of water, so they're like, all right. I know to be I fair, to that is something up. they would have to account for. Yeah, but whether they're consciously they're not, they're doing not it is another thing. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's not just that that. Uh, they recently discovered that archerfish can recognise human faces as well and tell people apart. Yeah, see, there's a theory lumpfish can do this as well. Yeah, and it's not just, like, Um, from the front. Apparently, like, even if they've got a bit of their face turned away from them, they know. They know. They know. (laughs) They know, yeah. Um, I don't know what kind of... I don't know what that serves or whether it's just, like, a weird pattern recognition... Yeah, I've thing going on. Um, and and at the end of the day, faces. it's all pattern recognition, isn't it? All the way down. Yeah, that's all Just it like is. Turtles. Pattern recognition all the way down. Just turtles all the way down. I think that's just consciousness, isn't it? We solved it, everyone. You can go home. <laughs> yeah, and as <laughs> as it goes like higher, it's like higher levels of pattern recognition. Yeah, like being able to you end up with like, like raw shark face mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the final level is Bob the Builder. Yeah. <laughs> right. Are fish real? That's the um, question we, I've talked a lot here for. About, about fish. fish. We have. Fishes? And you, you, you fish eye? Yeah. Oh, um, I think it's fish or fishes. It is fish or fishes. Which is an interesting one. It, like, even before going into what fish is, just the naming convention of being like, ah. Oh, Here's one fish. Here's a group of the same fish. Here's a group of different fishes. Yeah. So uh, when did we when did we come across this before? We discovered that fishes is only relevant if you're talking about multiple species in the same grouping. Yeah. Slash school slash yeah. shoal. Shoal. 
Skål. 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 So, in uh, biology, taxonomy, maybe physiology. Entomology, we don't know. Breed. It's just there's lots they're, of They're a separate breed, the, ta- the tax taxonomists 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 phylogeny phylogeny yeah yeah um so basically a lot of them say fish don't exist just like and birds. it seems strange but just because something has like a hydrodynamic body shape is a good swimmer lives in water you know we go oh yeah that's a fish Actually, they're incredibly diverse, right? That's just yeah. humans being, oh, we're going to put all of these things in one category. It would be very similar to calling everything on land with four legs a dog. Yeah, I just want to make a clarification before we go any further. This isn't like a birds aren't real conspiracy theorist. We're not, we're not doing oh, yeah. that. It's we're not, not like, not do they saying, actually like, exist? <laughs> yes, they exist. It's like, just, is the name fish stupid? Aren't there... And they're just like <laughs> drones piloted by the government. We're saying like the term fish is too broad to be used. Yeah. But we're so far down the pattern recognition line that uh, we can't unuse it anymore. Yeah, but I, I thought this is an interesting one because we use animals. That's not a hyper vague term. We use what? Animals. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I don't know what my brain was hearing there. Yep. So, like, fish True, makes sense. True, but that encompasses every single living thing, right, that's not a plant or a mushroom. Fungi. Um, yeah. So that I kind of understand, but mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, looking at an elephant and going, oh, yeah, that's a dog because it's got four legs and it's on land. I like your dog. That's true. that's true that's true that's um, true but so basically there's, that, that's there's, the there's point. a line though there's an, there's an argument of like you could do that with anything and go back like how if you did it like to do with the uh, the file energy phylogeny phylogeny like you could keep going back to be like okay when is it all just the same thing when did you call everything well we split from fish, fish about 300 million years ago right so you could go back that far and be like okay we're all fish at that point but even then, you still had a massive diversity in the type of fish that existed. Um, and if you're looking at just like DNA differences, right, we share, um, we have differences that are less diverse than between some fish species. Does that make sense? Yeah, but the whole of DNA things are just like, that's just a, a no zero, advertising. A zero, yeah, it's a zero game because like the whole like, oh, you've got more in common with a banana DNA than a panther. I don't know what the actual the people people say, but um, really, really helping your argument there. I, no, <laughs> they, they say like like the genetic, the DNA similarity. Yeah, we have like seven percent difference. Yeah, with bananas, I think. So that's what I'm saying. Like the whole going down the DNA route is always a zero sum game. You're never going to win. No. It's not. I don't. Um. I don't think it's zero sum because the actual when you actually look. Uh. Okay. No. We're more than sixty percent identical. Not. Not seven. Sorry. Yeah. So I mean. So I think what what. But a lot of that when you're looking at those kind of things, what it um includes is the non-coding genes. So most of DNA is just there for structural purposes. The stuff that actually makes a difference is less than half. And geneticists are probably pulling their eyes out that I that I said that right. Um, so when it sounds like forty percent difference between us and a banana isn't that much, it of the bits that actually matter, that's a significant proportion. Yeah. So I think it's just how it's phrased. People say that for like shock factor, but I definitely did not say it for shock factor. I did. I know I did. I <laughs> bait out the geneticists out there yeah if you're a geneticist and listening please tell us how wrong are we are <laughs> at info entry pod we'll be listening yeah do it in a way that only uses tcga yeah that's the only way you're allowed to do it and yeah. it has to be written with uh, alphabeti spaghetti 
and you have to have taken a picture of it. I was about to say, take a photo, take a photo, or yeah. send it in a tub, and then I'll work out yeah. the messages. <laughs> I am prepared. Staple it to some bread. <laughs> send that in. <laughs> I imagine like a typewriter, all the little <laughs> letters on the in the like little pool. I just alphabet oh. spaghetti and the bread comes along and just like leaves a red mark on the, on the bread <laughs> when the person's typed. Ding! By the time it gets to the end, it's toasted as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell. Right, no one can steal that invention. That's our million dollar idea for January. <laughs> it comes out of the wacky brain of Mitchell. Um, yeah. 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 Right, I've got some very quick taxonomy to go through since we've been speaking about diversity of fish. Okay. Um, and I realise this can be boring and there's going to be a tiny bit of Latin, so I'm just going to get through it I'm gonna say just it, yeah, to show how much diversity that there can be because um, it's quite interesting how we categorise fish. So you've got your agnathans, which are your jawless fish. This is yeah. like your hagfish and your lampreys. They just look like an eel... With a lot of teeth. They're in a whole thing all by themselves. We just kind of let them be. Then you've got your chondrichthys, which right. are your cartilaginous fish. Of course. So these don't have anything like... They have things like bones, but they're not bones. This includes your elasmobranchi, like your sharks and your rays. Mm-hmm. And your holocephali, which are like your... Chimeras and your ghost sharks and See chimeras? other, yes, right. they're like sharks. Okay, so they're not but like tinier. The body of a bear, the tail of a snake, the face of a lion, and the wings of a dragon, like a chimera. Unfortunately, not. No, oh, that's a shame. Um, they right, well, do well, look really well, cool though. Live for twenty-eight years. Where have, where have they been? <laughs> why, why is there anything mentioned now? Yeah, uh, pretty cool though. Pretty pretty cool things. Uh, you've got your placodermies, placoderms. Oh yeah, they're extinct anyway. Um, those these were all your armored fish. So if you go watch some old David Attenborough or Steve Bachel dinosaur documentary, and there's big plated fish swimming around, that's these guys. You then mm-hmm. got your a- acanthodes, acanthodies. Yeah, these are your spiny sharks. Okay. All dead. None alive. Oh. Forget I even mentioned them. Then, last of all, you've got your ostichthys or ostichthys, depending how Latin you want to try and be. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are all the bony fish, which is essentially everything that isn't a shark or a hagfish and is still alive. So, even though biologists are complaining there's no such thing as a fish they've got about 90% of all living fish species in a single category called bony fish. Yeah. Because these are the fish that have a skeleton. Um, They've managed to split these into two different uh, categories, though, which I'm going to absolutely butcher this. Actinopterigae, which are your ray-finned fishes. So if you pick up a fish and it's got spikes in its fins, it's one of these. If not, it's a sarcoptera guy, which are your lobed finned fishes. And these are the ones that evolved into tetrapods and then eventually us. Yeah. So if you want to blame anyone for your existence, blame the psychopter guys. Psychoptera guys. You know what? I've just realized. Yeah. We've had this conversation before back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Because something just came to me in my brain when you were going for all the different types about um, true fish or fin fish compared to other fish. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Here, yeah. Your actinoptera guys, your true fish or your fin fished. Yeah. Um, compared to your not true fishes, which are still fish. Fishes. Yeah. yeah. Because there's, there's, two, there's two issues with it, with the whole the entomology of fish. Right. Fish. It's been changed, if you didn't, you know. It's, it's, okay. they're, they're slowly bringing it up to date. Because um, it used to mean, like, starfish, jellyfish, shellfish, cuttlefish, or fish. Uh, right. But they're no longer fish. Those, those things are not no, fish. No, they're um, not. 
But even going further back, um, <laughs> which I always like really funny, this is like 16th century, seals, whales, crocodiles, and even hippopotamus uh, were called fish. Well, they were fish. They were fish because they were amphibious creatures. <laughs> so they were yeah. fish. And I, I think I it's love back in the like, day when they were very first kind of going, okay, fish are things in the water. Yeah. Does everyone agree? Everyone agrees. Okay, let's go out into the world. And then you see a big hippo there and you're like, fish. <laughs> yeah. Like most sometimes it's also on the land, but you know, it's semi aquatic. So fish. Um, I just think it's absolutely brilliant. But there's another thing that scuppers this is fisheries. Okay. Um, because it's a collective term. But yeah. it also includes, like, you have, like, mollusk, crustaceans, and any aquatic animal which is harvested is harvested in a fishery. Yeah. Which also, also doesn't add to the... Uh... Doesn't help the cause, yeah, does it? The, the I, guess, I guess fishery <laughs> is, like, the occupational grouping, right? That, maybe that's more human-related. Yeah, well, that's... Are you a crabber right? or are you a fisher? Uh, you'd be a crab if you were just Is there a for, distinction there? No, because no, if you're just going for crabs, yeah, you just go for but if you're doing like a whole bunch of things, then you'd be a fisherman. Right. Uh fisher. Yeah, you wouldn't be a fisherman, you would you? You have to you have to take the man, the man out of it now. <laughs> you know, say that no. As if my brain is just like you're a fisher person. Because that makes it sound like you're a fish person. Like, is, are you half fish? fish person. Are you a merman, mer person? Like, are you, oh, you have to wait for the Scooby Gang to turn up and take your head off to reveal yourself. <laughs> at that but not, point. but not the new one. Have you seen the absolute car crash? That is the new Scooby Doo. No, I didn't realize the, there was the one. Velma show. Uh, oh, okay. I've heard of this. Where like Shaggy? And I was questioning why it even existed. Yeah, Shaggy's now a black man. Uh, Scooby. That's okay. Is a black woman who is it live action? Shaggy is Daisy. No, it's, it's just full animation. It's the fact that they turned a dog into a black woman that I'm just like, I'm not sure how this is going to land with anybody. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, the animation style looks odd. Oh, yeah, no, full, full ridiculous. Yeah, well, that's very current. <laughs> that is that's a very polite way. That's a, that's a polite way of saying that. This is current. No, what, all I meant was um, the animation style that I was expecting to see is like full, you know, cartoon oh, Disney's no, no, 90s no, yeah. animation it's style. Like, um, and now the animation style is a bit like, um, not Rick and Morty, but like almost. Yeah. It's even better it's, than Rick and Morty. Like they've got reflections. It's like Lower Deck, if you've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It's like they've got they, like they, reflections they on glasses on and things like that. Damn. But a lot of Fair. people. That's just not what I was expecting. Are wondering if they're doing like this whole like hate culture around it to get views, like they've right. purposely made it trigger people. But what's there to be triggered about? It's an animation show. Why does that affect me? Yeah, you're you're not obviously the the intended audience of the well, trigger. Maybe then. I'm gonna be just the watch, intended just watch audience. Watch one episode and just be like, all right, I'll watch an episode later. This is fine. Um, speaking of what else we do like. The I always hear the the Scooby Doo show, the the punk like almost Green Day esque intro of what's new Scooby Doo. Oh yeah. We had a punk rock, no punk pop, yeah, pop proc, pop rock, pop punk 2010 session in the house the other day. That was memories. Full memes. Uh, full memes. Grace did it. Grace and I did a full memes uh, last night. We I started off with like, do you remember <laughs> the Raven? Actually, the Raven was the second one. The Raven, the, the kids the, the, show, the, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. that so Raven, right? No, no, not that so Raven. The one where it's got the Scottish guy and they do like obstacle courses and there's like these. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's got the way of the warrior that was in it. Sick. <laughs> we 
We went twelve <laughs> regular series with three spin-offs. Two hundred and ninety episodes. Yeah, yeah. They just holy. They just, they just chucked them through. Um, we went seven point two out of ten. <laughs> on yeah, IMDb. I did all right. Did all right. Um, we went through like loads of old shows uh, to see a to see if like Grace Wright had seen them to get some nostalgia, uh, and then we played like, can you guess what the show was uh, like f- f- just from the intro music? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's some absolute bangers in there. But the What's New Scooby Doo came on, and I was just like, this is this is when things were good. I think this is when <laughs> this is when the, this is when the world peaked was when this was made, and they went, you know what? We're gonna have this like child's show, and it was just gonna have like punk music throughout it. But it wasn't just the intro. It was like the intro, the outro. There were multiple times where they like they had actually like a punk band playing. Oh yeah, yeah. To be fair, they didn't need to go as hard as they did, and they did a lot. Yeah. So th- thankfully, they did. What else um, was the the intro to Arthur? Uh, it was like why did hey. they why did why did they pick a ska band? To do the intro to Arthur. <laughs> it's a bit... I mean, the 90s was just an absolutely <laughs> wild time. Nothing really made sense. Yeah. Like, you watch some of that stuff back now, like uh, Johnny Bravo. Oh, yeah. Right. Just the concept of well, a guy think... in his 20s hanging out with kids. Yeah. Johnny Bravo, I think it's Johnny like, Bravo is what were they snorting? I, I, think, I think Johnny Bravo still lands because he always fails. That's That's the whole thing. And he's not like overly malicious in his attempts like he doesn't badger these women he doesn't like creep on them he like you know tries on no but he's just hanging around with kids all the time it's a bit odd Uh, you know there's nothing uh, nefarious about having I think we were also in a very weird time in in terms of like television right because especially growing up we had the, the, the current things like Power Rangers and all of that kind of stuff and then we also had like uh, what was the thing with Muttley in? Oh, you know the uh, dog, the racers, and Dick Dastardly. Yeah, what's that, what was that called? Um, um uh, it's, it's, what, it's the race show. What's the race show? Yeah, called? Wacky Races. Wacky Races. There we go. Like we had things from that era. Yeah, and like the Flintstones oh, and the, the, Flintstones, the Jetsons yeah. and things like that, right? Which is so like old animation style, but still kind of held up because we were slightly younger into stuff like spongebob which is still going i think no no, i don't know i think they finished spongebob Um, i think we were in such a weird time to be yeah and then obviously we grow up with the internet turning on and things like that you know strange shows they came up with like what kicked it off is we were watching traitor which is the new show on bbc where there's like a house full of people and three of them are it's like um house of salem the game house of salem town of salem where like one person's the murderer and you have to work out who's the murderer. Okay. Is and this like, a reality show? Yeah, reality show on BBC. On okay. Uh, yeah, I've, quite, quite watched, I've seen the, like, a meme from the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely fucking brutal. Uh, but very funny. Um, because I was like, oh, this is just like Trapped, but the adult version. And we was like, what's Trapped? I'm like, oh, you don't know. You don't know Trapped. So I got Trapped. Up. It is the funniest. They get six children, like five to seven year olds. Um... And they get them to do like these stupidly easy activities, but one person is the saboteur and gets like told like you are the saboteur, and then they have to sabotage the activity, um, and then the rest of the kids have to work out uh, who it is. And it's very like what's that book that was written where all the kids like get shipwrecked? Uh, oh, Lord of the on Flies. Island. Yeah, yeah, it's right, it's right in Lord of the Flies. And then uh, the person that uh, doesn't escape gets left on that floor. And they all go, they oh. all dive through the floor into the next floor in this big tower. And they're called I don't the think I've ever seen that. And then they're trapped there forever. And that's them. Oh, that's quite funny. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, I've got a, ga- a card game like that called Chameleon for Christmas, which is similar. Basically, everyone somehow gets told the topic of conversation and has to say one word, whereas one person is told they're the chameleon. And then what they have to do is say a word that fits in with what everyone else is saying. Oh, yeah. yeah, And then at the end, you kind of vote who you think the chameleon is, that everyone has to kind of defend what they've said. Yeah. Um, And what I did play for the first time the other day was Settlers of Catan. Oh, yeah. How's that that go? 
That was really good. Um, yeah, big fan. Enjoyed that. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, fish, fish eye, fishes. Put us back on track slightly from uh, the nineties <laughs> cartoons. Maybe we'll just do a whole episode on nineties cartoons because there was an absolutely wild time. And for it some was, reason, like stuff was. like Dick and Dom in the house oh, in the bungalow right. existed. That was and it's like, what is sorry, that sorry, about? Sorry, like, I'm, what I'm sorry, even gonna, I'm going to go back to that. A, Dom has a, a TikTok channel. Oh, I've seen it. And yeah, he's, he's just doing up houses. Good for him. Um, have you seen like Hans Zimmer's? Oh, don't, 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 don't. Know. It's a uh, topic, is it? No, no, it's a good topic. Okay. Love, oh, okay. I love, right. I love Hans Zimmer. Well, that's why I was mentioning it. I knew you did. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, Carry on. There was a a skit on Dick and Dom in the Bungalow that the kids had to guess how many spoonfuls of mayonnaise an old person was going to eat. Right. And that was the whole skit. I mean, that's the whole thing with that. It was just so completely random. Like, half of the stuff they did just didn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Um, I think I the 90s now. was just an absolutely wild time. I could do that. I'll just eat spoonfuls of mayonnaise. Yeah, but you just absolutely you you'd eat way more on purpose just to completely throw off the the kids <laughs> getting it right. Even if you just started the whole throwing time, up. like yes, num num num. Yeah, I uh, like cut put a little bit of water in there, cut like some garlic, throw it in there, make a aioli. You know, nah, I fucking love aioli. Cheating. <laughs> Right, cheating. <laughs> yeah, oh, cheat, absolute cheat. Oh well, thank you uh, for joining us or sticking with us through that interlude. Uh, if there's anyone left out there listening, um, you're probably used to this by now. If not, well done. You made it through your first tangent. <laughs> How did we even get there? Right. Um, we're not allowed to say that quote anymore with Tommy. We've been over this. How did we get here? Just remind yeah. he's a. Uh, Going to jail. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. That's how we got there. Yeah. Oh, right. There we go. Um, right. So we've done a bit of taxonomy. We've done a bit of 90s TV and cartoon shows because why wouldn't you mm-hmm. on the topic of fish? Well, um, anything you want to go through? We've got about 10 minutes left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 acoustic communication. Oh, okay. You, you, yeah, I know yeah. you've got a bit older than that as well. I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there was one thing that I saw that I can't remember what it was, uh, but it's just like stridulatory. Yes, that is a thing. Which is like, there's a fish called stridulatory. a French grunt fish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it produces that. noise by rubbing and grinding its bones together. Which sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like, if you hate chalkboard and, like, nails kind of scenario, just imagine rubbing your bones together to communicate. I say that, yeah, shivers. okay. It must feel awful, but because you're underwater, the frequency would be different, surely. So it wouldn't sound like you would think. No, it's probably a, a bit lower, right? Yeah. And also because it travels so much quicker. In water. Always forget that. In water. Always forget yeah. yeah, acoustic things travel quicker. Um, um, but yeah, it actually grinds its teeth together to produce this noise. Um, oh, that's nasty, isn't it? Yeah, a, a frequency of approximately 700 hertz. So, oh, that is low. Is it? I wasn't sure if that was low yeah. or not. That's very low. So, my dolphins, yeah, uh, will your dolphins, vocalize uh-huh. my dolphins, mm-hmm. um, I keep the window. Between zero and twenty-two kilohertz. Oh, kilohertz. Kilohertz. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that is very low. Okay. Seven hundred hertz. Yeah. I was gonna say because yes. it, it's hertz, kilohertz, megahertz, gigahertz, terahertz, petahertz, pentahertz, pentahertz. Damn it. I, my brain was so concentrated. I was like, okay, what's the next one? What's the next one? I've, and I figured it out after you said it, obviously. Uh, it also lasts, only, only lasts 47 milliseconds. So pretty quick. Pretty, pretty quick. That is pretty quick. Yeah. I wonder what uh, that's... What Do you know what that's for? 
Um, Do we know why they make those sounds? It's a distress situations. So it's like going, ah, I'm running away. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, classic. If you're stressed, grind your teeth. Yeah, grind your Everyone teeth together and then run away. Fair. Yeah. That's absolutely fair. Um, I saw seahorse do a similar thing. Uh, they have like a crest. Some seahorse, seahorses have a crest. Seahorse And they eye? can actually... That's, you know, that's what nearly what I asked. Um, and they will rub their crest on their like crown of their head, on like the skull. Not just like a bit on their head, the literal skull to make a noise. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it sounds exactly like that, yeah. Absolutely uh, terrifying. Then flip flip head reverse it. There's non stradulatory okay. fish. Um, fish. And some fish yeah, they, but by engaging specialized muscles that contract and cause swim bladder vibrations. The Ulster toad, toadfish produces loud grunting sounds by contracting muscles located along the side of their swim bladder, known as the sonic muscles. Um, I'm activating my sonic muscles. <laughs> yeah. Running fast, speed of sound. Sonic. Uh, <laughs> female, female toadfishes emit short duration grunts, often as a fright response, again, when they're scared. Uh, in addition to short duration the grunts, male toadfishes produce boast whistle calls um oh to attract mates <laughs> in a you seem uh, well versed in that mate <laughs> 140 <laughs> to 260 hertz uh, <laughs> uh and That's the frequency depends on like oh yeah like real like uh <laughs> which the sonic muscles contract <laughs> that's what changes it uh. um However, the red drum, which is a different type of fish, produces a drumming sound by vibrating its whole swim bladder. Um, the vibrations are caused by the rapid contraction of the sun muscles around the dorsal aspect of the swim bladder. Uh, and the, this ranges from the frequencies ranging from 100 to 200 hertz. Which is pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah. And all, like these, all these vibrating like noises. this organ inside of you. Yeah. I do that. Well, true, but you don't do it intentionally. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. No. <laughs> you thought, like, oh, no, that was, just, that was just my stomach just crying yeah. for help. Because <laughs> oh, I've drank too much, too much caffeine. Um, but all these noises, they're either like, I'm scared or drawn a bone. <laughs> See, I was just about to say this, and I, I have a hypothesis as to why. Okay. Hit it on me. Um... So a lot of these noises, because the the, the field of fish acoustics, right, yeah. as compared to dolphin and whale acoustics, has only really come on in the past 5, 10, 15 years, right? Like uh-huh. Before, we just kind of assumed fish were quite quiet things, mm-hmm. um, which turns out to be wrong, very, very wrong. Um, so what I think is a lot of the fish that we actually know about like these grunting noises for mm. being scared is because there's no ethics with fish. And when you keep them in a tank and you can scare them, that's the easiest like arousal response you can get. Other than that, you're trying to breed them to get more to experiment on. So it's very easy to scare a fish and see what noise it makes. And it's very easy or well, not easy, but necessary to get fishes to, as you so politely put it, bone <laughs> so you can get more baby fish. <laughs> That's a Brooklyn Lion reference. <laughs> Bone! 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 Um, so that, that's what I reckon mm. why we have, we have more knowledge over these things. But I'm sure others exist. Um, but maybe not. I mean, maybe it's just a lot easier to only have those vocalizations as a fish. Um, but we'll see. Mm. One One thing I did look at was snapping shrimp. And I know they're not fish. Yeah, I looked at the mantis shrimp, but yeah. But they are arseholes. Oh, are they? So they deserve a bit of a shout out. So if anyone out there is like, oh, I want to be a marine biologist. Like and, no one uh, ever I was. I want to work. Yeah, like no one ever was. <laughs> and you want to work with acoustics. Right, real test. You won't get that passport. Snapping shrimp will become the bane of your existence. <laughs> 
they are just everywhere all the time making a shitload of noise when you're trying to do other things and you've just always got to account for them um so basically what they'll do mm-hmm. these little bastards just close their claw really quickly and that happens so quickly that it causes a cavitation bubble right which is essentially where the pressure of the water around the point of impact drops so much that the water vaporizes mm-hmm. and then collapses back into a liquid. Yeah. And then that sound is what makes a really loud bang. The bang is so loud from these tiny little shrimp uh, that it's as loud as like sperm whale clicks, which are one of the loudest sounds in the ocean. What are you, what are you talking about again? Shrimp. Yeah. Slapping their claws together. What type of shrimp? Uh, Snapping shrimp. Okay, so I thought you said snapping, because I was like, this this sounds like a mantis shrimp. It sounds very Uh, much like... Mantis shrimp do a similar thing, uh, but that's, I think, when they're, like, attacking prey and things. Yeah, they, they like... They're just like... Punch punch things so hard that it super boils the water and makes it glow. Yeah. They punch with a sparkly fist of justice. But Maybe imagine you weren't no. doing that just to hit things, and you were doing that because at least they're doing that to eat, right? Uh, I don't know. They're Maybe. doing that to to feed or things like that. They're doing that for hunting. These snapping shrimp are just doing that because why the f not? <laughs> and it's just a constant ramble of noise. Um, interesting though. In, unless you get into acoustics. So, so yeah. Well, good luck with that, if that's your future. Very good riddance with that, if that's your past. You've been bad enough. I haven't got. I haven't quite got there yet, but uh, I will. I will. <laughs> Looking forward to I'm just putting that part off. Yeah. I'll come to that at another point. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought about going. I'd look at some open university courses about um, being like masters of cybersecurity. Oh yeah, because they they do offer them now, which was they're rare back in the day, but now but now yeah. they they do do them. Uh, I heard that's because there's this guy called Mitchell Gatton who does a podcast and likes speaking about it and has really spread the yeah. Uh, I am here cybersecurity pushing the the, the good word, the gospel, as <laughs> of uh, the CIA triad. Um, yes. Because <laughs> we all know what it's confidentiality, integrity, availability. Everybody, we've been we've been over this um, a thousand times. But the, one of the bits is like you have to make something or code something, and I'm just like, I don't have the skills for that. <laughs> I don't. I don't have the skills to be able you to gain like, them. God, That's what a master's is for. Nah, bro. But you have to be. Well, yeah, it's not. Is it, is devoted it to the um the coding aspect of things. Well, yeah, you couldn't do it part time, right? Yeah. Is it a two? Are they two years or single year masters? Uh, minimum two years, maximum five. Oh, for a masters? Yeah, it's like an open university. Oh, open. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to quit my job to go do education. Well, I don't I'm know. Not you, mate. I'm, I'm not going back. You can't make me go back. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I never left. I, I refused to make the dis- I refused to get the responsibility <laughs> to get a job. <laughs> I like oh, the money. Catching up with me. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah. I don't know what that is, so you know. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. This right. day and age, in this crisis, in this economy, in this economy, <laughs> in the fifth crisis in my life. Oh, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. <laughs> right, I won't be that guy, and we shall one wrap of a lifetime crisis. <laughs> yeah. The whole this will never happen again in your entire life kind oh, yeah, of trope yeah. is really getting old. Yeah. Recession? Recessions happen <laughs> once in your lifetime, edging on a third one. <laughs> well, that's tragic, isn't it? Oh, 100%. Right. Fish. What are they? We don't yes. know. True fish. They are there. True fish. We have true or fish. Or not true fish. That is the question right that will bring us to a wrap before we start speaking about some other random 90s stuff 
Uh, don't forget to share this with your friends, families, co-workers, scientists, geneticists, and any other type of scientists we could have offended in the show today. Every listen counts. Yay. Uh, if you want more information, fun science, so you can follow us on Twitter and TikTok, both at InfoEntropyPod, Instagram, InformationEntropyPod, and of course, whichever directory you're listening to this now, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, if you can give us a rating, a like, a comment, it helps us out absolutely massively. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Anything else to say, mate? No, that's it for me. Awesome source. We'll catch you guys then next week. Peace. Is that?